It's Monday, the 16th of January, 2023. Welcome to The Fast Five by Fear and Greed, where we give you the top five business stories you need to know in just five minutes. I'm Michael Thompson, and good morning, Sean Aylmer. Good morning, Michael. Sean, story number one, we're kicking off today by taking a look really at the local share market. It's had a pretty good start to the year, up 3% last week. Yes, a couple of bits of information helping markets around the world, including Australia. One, there are signs that inflation in the US is slowing. That'll eventually lead to a slowing in the pace of interest rate rises and ultimately an end to rate increases. Number two is the easing of COVID restrictions in China, notwithstanding the severe health impacts. It's encouraged equity investors. The S&P ASX 200 closed at 7,328 points on Friday. That's only down about 5% since its peak in April last year. Now, many experts, including Diana Massini from AMP, reckons that the Australian share market will outperform again this year. She's got it at about 7,600 points by the end of the year. Certainly what we do know so far in the first couple of weeks of 2023, risk assets are finding investor friends. A great example of this was Bitcoin over the weekend. It jumped 11% to $21,000 a unit. All right, on to story number two, and Sean, the the housing market at the moment is in pretty poor shape to kick off 2023. Prices are still falling, little hope of a turnaround anytime soon. Much of that is because of rising interest rates. That's right, it's showing up in home loan approvals, which are tumbling according to the Bureau of Statistics. But mortgage refinancing is soaring. People are looking for better deals. In fact, refinancing jumped more than 8% to nearly $20 billion in November. That's up 20% on a year earlier. The home loan approvals released on Friday show 10 consecutive months of falls in home loans. 10 months. Incredible. We're back to pre-pandemic levels. Remember, house prices have fallen by 8.6% from their peak nationally and are down 13% and 9% in Sydney and Melbourne, respectively. Those falls have really taken the sting out of the market. Okay, on to story number three, and not a sentence that I thought I would ever say, but good news for lobster farmers, Sean. A senior Chinese diplomat has visited a major WA lobster exporter in another really positive sign that Beijing is inching towards relaxing rules on $20 billion worth of Australian imports. Yes, this has been an ongoing story for the past few weeks. Now, just in case you haven't followed the news, remember late last year, there was a high-level meeting between the foreign ministers of Australia and China, the first time that had occurred in three years. Discussions have been continuing, hoping for a breakthrough on easing some of these restrictions. Now, lobsters were hit by the restrictions. There's hopes that that market will be opened up. Most lobsters exported from Western Australia go to China. There's been a fair bit going on. Last week, it was reported that China had lifted bans on reasonably priced coal with the first batch expected late next month. Also on Friday, China raised its import quota on Australian wool for this year. And last week, it emerged that Australian and Chinese trade negotiators in Geneva had begun discussing the possibility of Australia dropping its WTO challenge to China's punitive tariffs on barley and wine. All that, small steps in trying to normalise relations between the two countries again. All right, story number four, Sean, I don't know whether you've ever considered this as an investment option, service stations. The latest Ray White commercial figures on servos say that yields, what you can get back from investing in a servo, have jumped by nearly 30% over the past 12 months to close to 6%. Funny, I haven't considered investing in servos a long time ago. I didn't know enough about it really. 6% though, better than shoving your money in a bank, better than most dividend yields. Of course, it comes with more risk. Now, nearly $1 billion worth of servos changed hands last year, 50% more than 2021. 
higher mortgage rates and lower valuations for service stations have provided enough incentive to put a rocket in the market. Now, surveys are pretty popular with many investors. Mostly you buy the property, then you lease it out to a blue chip organization, Coles or Woolworths or 7-Eleven or someone like that. Also, they're often on highly visible and popular property sites, so they can be redeveloped in the future. The fly in the ointment is what happens when electric vehicles are adopted en masse. Hasn't happened so far, but it's a big risk. Yeah, indeed. Of course, a very good time to mention that we are not an investment podcast, so make sure you get professional advice before you make investment decisions. Finally, Sean, story number five, we can't start the new year without a look at international markets because we've got Chinese tech stocks surging and Wall Street tech stocks slumping. That kind of seems the gist of it, really. Yes, that's pretty right. If you look at Wall Street first, it ended last year pretty meekly, but it's had a good first couple of weeks in 2023. Now, according to Bloomberg, five of the really big companies, Apple, Amazon, Tesla, Microsoft, and Meta, are responsible for nearly half the S&P 500's losses. Many of the other companies have done pretty well. In terms of China, tech stocks are definitely back in favour. Probably more accurately, Chinese tech stocks are back in favour with global investors. The end to COVID zero has triggered a 60% surge in the Hang Seng Tech Index since October. It's still about half what it was in February 2021, but it's going the right direction, Michael. All right, that's it. The top five business stories in five minutes. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Michael. It's Monday, the 16th of January, 2023. Remember to hit follow on the podcast. And if five minutes isn't enough for you, you can find our longer daily show called Fear and Greed wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Michael Thompson, and that was The Fast Five by Fear and Greed. Have a great day.